Can you describe the impact that Riggs Powell has made and kind of the journey he's come from basically a walk-on to basically a part-time starter now? Sure, yeah. Um, biggest impact is uh, probably just the example of what that sets when any anybody that comes from a, a walk-on, um, as far as I know, unrecruited, although it may, I mean, he may have had some conversations before we got here, but he was here when, when we showed up and on a tryout basis. Showed a lot of speed and size, and then uh, found a role. And um, yeah, he's 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 done an amazing. He's starting this week, and we're we're going to a, back to a, a three linebacker package in, at, in some of our defenses. And so he's a guy that's in a, in a starting role at least. And he's a great example to his teammates. He always shows up with a good attitude, whether he's a starter or a backup. And I once took him off a of special teams, uh, one of our special teams, and. Uh, in order to try to get some more guys rotating through the system, and he was really uh, respectfully upset about that and said how important it was to him to contribute in any way he could. So a great example for his teammates. What's it been like is with the linebackers, with the injuries and shuffling guys around and putting guys in different roles and, and kind of seeing how all of the different pieces come together? Because <clears throat> um, you've had some guys with injuries and you've had to, oh, you know, I, you've I had see. to move guys. Yeah. You've had to move Sione around. And yeah. Corbin's played some linebacker oh, yeah, yeah, roles. Yeah. So some I'm of that sure. stuff is yeah. what yeah, I mean that's been if, the boys have been fantastic. Yeah, it's not a, not an ideal situation to have to work through injuries and things like that. Uh, some of it is just the way that the game the game is going. You know, we we run a lot of different personnel packages, and so sometimes we have two linebackers on the field and a, and a nickel back, or one linebacker and two de- two extra defensive backs, or a, a defensive end playing in a linebacker position we've had that so some of that's by design some of that's been through injury or just guys competing and kind of the ebbs and flows of how how production goes and trying to reward that as coaches yeah, but the players have been 100 percent bought in because it's you know they realize it's it's uh it's about them but it's about their teammates too so they have always have uh, happiness for the other guys success What's it like watching one of your guys wait to see if he's going to be ejected for targeting like Isaiah was last week? Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I guess that's one advantage. I'm, I'm still uh, kind of learning the ropes of being up in the box. It's been a long time. But now, in the last couple of games, I've been up in the uh, the box, the coach's box. And so I'm able to kind of look at the replays uh, a little more than being on the sideline. And I, I felt like that it would be it would be overturned. And it was pretty clear that he, he didn't have any any contact with his head on the on the runner. The same change that you mentioned going back to the four three is that based on the opponent and that kind of the match matchups uh, or yeah and I, I would say the the opponents uh, it, within their game game plan they have you know sometimes for example they'll have two tight ends and two wide receivers and so we want to generally match up with more linebackers and and uh, less defensive backs <laughs> if they're in a four wide receiver set then then you know we want to make sure that we have four four primarily guys that are built for coverage and so that would be less linebackers on the field so it's just it's yeah yes is the answer to your question but uh not not uh not that it would be universal throughout the game to play with three linebackers Isaiah did say on that incident that he felt like he'd come in at the wrong angle, lowered his head like he isn't supposed yes. to. How do you make sure, how do you keep emphasizing that, what needs to happen to make sure guys don't go into those bad habits? Because sometimes instinct just takes yeah. over and they, they make mistakes like that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do, you, do you play sport? I've did played you? some. Yeah. But yeah. Did you? yeah, and I've yeah. been in that where instinct yeah. t- takes over yeah, yeah, and you make just, a mistake. Yeah, so. they just make a mistake. And they, they can. The, the key, I think, on, on that is you know, we come back on – on the sideline, there's you know I, I have uh, access to them over the headphones, but there's other coaches down there, and the key is okay, you know what'd you do wrong? And and usually they they're pretty good. They they know they know the 
at this point in their career, they know proper technique and they know when they when they mess, mess that up. And then coming back at the beginning of the week, from, uh, Monday is a Monday and Tuesday is a really a scheme emphasis and a teaching. And then uh, Tuesday and Wednesday goes more into a technical emphasis as the guys start to get the game plan down. And it's back to hey, tackling with your face up and putting your chest on guys, wrapping them up. Going back to the question about Riggs at the start of this, him and guys like Matthew Criddle, do you believe in a size-speed-weight combo that you feel like you can teach them the skills to be successful if they have those physical traits? Yes, yeah, for sure. And maybe uh, maybe a way I'd rephrase it. Uh, I, certainly I, I believe that's true, but uh, I'd, I'd rephrase it to say that I think just as coaches we, we should be cut in a way where we're, we see every player's best potential and uh, somebody with requisite size and speed should uh, should get the full attention of the coaches to try to develop them to be their ver- the very best they can be. How important is aggression against a, a quarterback like Boise State has this week and you know getting him not not allowing him to be comfortable because he's the type of guy that when he's comfortable seems to be really really good at putting the ball in the spot. Yeah, you know that's that's a great that's a great way to say it and so uh, you know there's it's very easy to make a quarterback um, uncomfortable by bringing uh, you know, exorbitant amount of pressure, and uh, the good quarterbacks can carve carve it up when there's not a lot of coverage. And so it's a balance between pressure and coverage, and we hope to strike that balance. You know, I think uh, if we're not if we're not getting disruptions, sacks, interceptions, then we're not we're not doing our job as as a defensive football team. So that that to me is uh, you know whatever the recipe happens to be on any given play drop eight bring eight you know that those are the two extremes whether you drop eight or bring eight you need to get uh interceptions pass passes broken up sacks quarterback hurries so when kalani talks about about wanting to be more aggressive as a defense is it that disruption that you're <laughs> yeah. looking for or is there more than yeah. just that maybe too yeah that's that's a good yeah that that, that, that word aggressive right i know right, right now there's a lot of oh what does coach mean okay <laughs> so i'll i'm not going to change anybody's mind right but uh why can't aggressive be uh, believing in your defense to get to pin an opponent deep and get a stop. Why can't that be aggressive? That's what I would say. And like I said, I'm not going to change anybody's mind. These guys, guys have their own opinion. And that's we know what we signed up for as coaches. But aggression, aggression can be a drop eight coverage. It's three men being aggressive up front, and it's eight guys covering their butt off. And and you know, the end result needs to be sacks. But you can get a sack in a one man pass rush too. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Some, some of your best sacks this year probably come been, with one or two. Been, been a three-man pass rush. Yeah, some of them. That's right, because yeah. the coverage is there and it becomes a coverage sack. But it's right. still, for those three guys working against five blockers, it takes a ton of aggression, you know. Right. So I think, yeah, that, I, I know that can be really, really misconstrued, and I think Coach has gotten some unfair uh, criticism for that. Or The players know what he's talking about when he says aggressiveness. Every play in our playbook, offense, defense, and special teams, contains blocking assignments and tackling assignments, and those aren't done without aggression.